Hello, welcome to this edition of Engage Podcast. I'm Simon. I'm Jamie. And I'm Phil. And in this episode, we're doing our first um, general interest podcast. And as I was the one that came up with it stupidly, they've both gone, yeah, it's like you're doing your first one. And today it's on our Frank. So it's going to be a bit of a serious one. Mm. But mm. it does end up coming into the realm of Star Trek in terms of its meaning so there is a bit of does go back to what yes there is about. a bit of but I think there's some the really issue mm. really difficult issues I think we like what I want to talk it, it's about it's something that's always touched you isn't it I mean mm. it's something that's always run, struck a chord with everything that you've you thought about and Jamie said something before the podcast which is quite very true that there's a part of what she's gone through that everybody can or part of her that everybody can emulate and everyone can relate to in relate some to, way yeah. Yeah. so for me for example I'll just say this now it's the fact that she loved to read and write and that's something that's a, I like to think a big passion of mine mm. and reading through her diary I think it was uh, I think it was last year sometime when you gave this to us so you bought this for us and signed it for us was the fact that well annotated it and anna- not signed it but annotated yeah. it mm. um, and it just struck a call with me as I was reading it so yeah, absolutely. For me, it was her, her <clears throat> being able to live through that time where, really, as a, as a teenage, teenager now, you start shouting, hollering, and all you want to do is be outside of the house. And for her to be able to cooped up, not being able to say anything. Yeah, and it's interesting you bring up that point because it kind of puts things in perspective. You think of the typical teenage problems we've had, and you think, well, if you read for a die, you think it's not really much compared it's, to what she sort of went and her. It's and, an atypical one, but it's, yeah, it's fr- it's frank, it's honest. Yeah. Well, that, uh, that's why I was gonna. That's why I brought it up because, really, if you if you look at it, the fact that she did that as a teenager is probably the reason why that Anne Frank is part of the curriculum for many secondary schools or many yeah, primary exactly. schools. Exactly. I mean, I, I can remember learning obviously learning about Anne Frank back then, but because you learn things so much in school, it's sort of you can't compartmentalize mm. it, so it just sort of washes over you. Whereas until recently, when Simon brought up the idea of doing Anne Frank as a general interest. That I, I think it was only until that point when my interest in it really started to sort of come back. Yeah, it's that whole grounding you to to where where you are in your life. I mean, we all have a house. We all can all go home. We can all enjoy things. But as a thirteen-year-old, if you had nothing and well, you in also, that situation, in you're that not situation, allowed to you, do what yeah, you wouldn't you want be able to, to survive now, would you? But so going back to what you're saying, Jamie, it's kind of very much a Titanic, vice versa. Yeah, exactly. You got me kind of interested in Titanic, which mm. I'd never really had before. So it's kind of worked. Quite well. opposite way yeah. and I've got to say that preparing for this has been really difficult I've been really emotional because I've watched three documentaries one two hours long and I watched the miniseries over again and it's really difficult to watch because that's one of the best produced things I've ever seen and they the managed to fit, is really really good yeah, and okay. they managed to fit two years and two and a half hours worth which I think with, so. making you feel like you're there you're because you're, it's the more the details. For, pe- isn't it? for people that were grow- brought up in the nineties, it's very difficult for us to imagine what life was like during the Second World War. Yeah, and this is as close as we can get because you exactly. really feel like you're there, sitting through a bomb raid and uh, for um, bombing raid. Yeah, yeah. And the thing Things is, like it's, that. it's also the fact you said because I remember you sat me down to watch them. I think I think you let me borrow them and I watched them and I, I, I just struck at how accurate it was and the fact that. The actress who played in that in that um, adaptation, yeah, how eerie she looks. is split an image of Anne. Yeah, it's it, it a bit it scary. really taken me back. It's like whoa, and it's just like they got 
everything just down to the detail. I'm saying before I come up, back just after this came out, I think it was about a year later. Me and Mum went to Amsterdam, went round Anne Frank's uh, and the Anne Frank House Museum. Mm. So I've been there. I know what it's like and how yeah. cramped it is. So you've had you know a sense. You, you can actually get a sense of space. Lack of like. space. Well, that's no, yeah, that's what I mean. Sense of space. It's yeah. incredible just how eight people st- stayed hidden and silent in something the size of our flat, which is tiny. Yeah. And you got to remember they had to stay quiet during office hours. And so what things. was it? Be- one what? Two bedroom bathroom and a- one bathroom. There was. You can argue there was... Is it f- two, three bedrooms? Four, four bedrooms, although there was only two real ones. Mm-hmm. The others were... Well, one was an attic room, yeah. and the other one was the living room. And they had, like, a kitchen area of sorts as well, yeah. didn't they? Well, I think before we go further, I think for the people that still don't know who Anne Frank is, although it's a very small majority, here's a quick summary. Anne Frank is a Jewish girl who has gone into hiding during World War Two to avoid the Nazis. Together with seven others, she hides in the secret annex on Pregistat two six three in Amsterdam. After almost two years in hiding, they are discovered and deported to concentration camps. Anne's father, Otto Frank, is the only one of eight people to survive. After her death, Anne becomes world famous because of, of the diary she wrote while in hiding, which I think covers up quite well. Yeah. But yes really does not give enough detail to some areas because it's har- harrowing what happens to all of them Yeah, and what well, like we were saying earlier because say James Muir most of the day there's not there's no bits where there's a silver lining no. there really isn't but it's just what I don't, I don't know it's just well, the it's, realism it, of yeah it it's the realism I mean over over one million children under the age of 16 actually died in the second world war not because of the bombs but because of what um, the Nazis did to try and well Hitler did to try and create his perfect Germany um, so the persecution of a lot of people there was just it, it yeah, was just ridiculous was, yeah whether it said whether it was as a Jews and mm. many other groups as well. well well the reason I bring that up is, mm. is well, why go into hiding well if she, if they didn't hide about where they were, there were it was so many restrictions, uh, and so they would end up and there end, anyhow. End up end up in a concentration at camp. At least with at least if, if them going into hide them, hiding, they there was a, a better chance, better chance of them surviving, which is why they did it. Hmm. You got to imagine that happened the whole, whole way across mainland Europe, didn't it? Mm. People going into hiding. But if you can imagine for two years not being able to go out of the house, not being able to talk properly, not being able to walk, not being able to have your tantrums that most well, the thing teenagers is, do. You know how we've been, how we where we go away and stay in the hotel room together? Can you imagine us three? Well, that's only three of us. Can yeah. you imagine eight, eight of us yeah. staying in a room period. for two years, everyone knowing all the punch, punch lines to your jokes and things? Mm. And now uh, you couldn't have a moment to yourself. No, you, and you've got really no, no escapism. No, no escapism, but no, no privacy either. Absolutely not. No, no privacy at all, really. And you know, it's the fact is obviously as, as I think you, you both brought up saying about they couldn't. I said they had to be quiet during obviously office hours, so they could between nine and five they nine, couldn't yeah. do anything. They they're downstairs portion. They couldn't wear shoes. Yeah, because the people in the warehouse were weren't told. 
as they also couldn't use the toilets That's during right. office hours. Because obviously the sound would travel down the pipes and mm. the workmen would But to explain it. for people that don't know, she lived above... Was it a, a, fa- she not a factory? It was her a, um, father ran a business that um, did pres- worked with preservatives. Yeah. OPEC? I think it was her father... Because I remember they used to cut plums up, didn't they? OPEC... Yeah, it was something. It was definitely her father. The business was something definitely something oh, yes. to do with food. And apologies for any Dutch listeners. We're doing our best with the um, names well, that are in it. Pronunciations of the names. Because yeah. we're terrible with names. E.g., why we don't attempt them in the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. you would sit there going, "Yes, you." But yeah. with this, it's unavoidable, and yeah. we're we're doing best we can. I, I think. I know the names better than you guys how to pronounce them, but yeah. we're doing our best. There's so many restrictions in that annex, but sh- it's a, I think it's the line. I think there's a line in. I'm going to bring it back to Star Trek because I think it's the best way to with holograms. Survival isn't enough. They were surviving in there, but they weren't living. Yeah, it's like when when the EMH got his um, mobile mobile meter. Yeah, it's that exactly. Sort of thing. Yeah, surviving's not enough. They were surviving. Well, it was either that, or the, I mean, the per- persecution. They were look. They were actually. I mean, they weren't allowed to walk on the same road as a, as a, as a, a Nazi uh, or, 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 or a non-Jew. They had to wear a yellow uh, star. Yellow star of um, David. They were forbidden uh, uh, to use um, trams. Their trams. They were required to, they, to turn into. They were they required to turn into their bicycles. They were forbidden to use public sports that do do anything, anything that a yeah. teenager would do. They, were, they also, weren't allowed. They're also forbidden from owning businesses, and they had a strict curfew as well. Yeah. So at a certain time they had to be at home, and yeah, I, I just can't imagine that. And they it's, weren't even allowed to watch entertainment. Well, Frank, Frank, and her sister Margaret actually forced to transfer her to a segregated Jewish school as well. So it's just, and by the and. By the end of it, there was I think fifty um, children in the, in the class. I think it was, and by the end of it, by I think I think by the end of the war, I think like that. Towards mm. the end, there was only one people left. One person left. God. Which is, not, which is just yeah. I mean, it's it, it, for that. It, it's a bit insane actually having that happen. It's it's just not right, is it? I mean, can you can you imagine? If you're putting yourself in your 13-year-old shoes, yeah. how you used to be when you were 13, imagine going out with your friends or playing your playing your game Game Boy or Game GameCube or whatever you want to call it back then, being able to go out when you want, want to watch the TV when you want, yeah. doing your homework, complaining about doing your homework. Yeah, exactly. And, and she had none of that. And this is what I mean. It's been that point to you think of the typical teenage problems and you and you read Anne's diary and it really puts things in perspective of well, what you sort of gone through is nothing to what her and loads of other people exactly, went through during yeah. that time. It, it, it makes you appreciate what actually how lucky you are. Yeah, that you, with the time you, that we live in compared yeah, exactly. to the time that they lived in, exactly. which was a completely different time. And, you know, a, a terrifying one. I mean... Just reading through a diary and even just imagining being in that time, it terrified. It well, could imagine how stressful it would have been that any moment, any knock on the oh, door, yeah. or any scratch, or any Nazi walking past, or any anything um, could yeah. could have spelt doom for two and, years. Two years and having that over your head. There were several close calls as well, and describes a couple of her diary entries like There's a couple of break-ins. Yeah, a couple of break-ins and a moment where she's. I think she described literally her her heart just literally stops. It's like, oh my god, what's going to happen? What's going on? 
and unfortunately, you know. So, the am I right in saying that where they hid, they they it was behind a bookshelf? Am That's I right, right. in saying? They, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was like a, it wasn't a secret door, but they just hid the door behind a bookshelf. Am I right in saying that? It was a door, yeah, but they hid. Uh, that's, that's quite accurate. Yeah. yeah. It's not like what it's not like the old uh, spy movies where you pull pull the pull the pull the pull, pull the one of the books and the whole thing turns round. It was just no, you, hidden you, away. You move the bookcase and then obviously there's a door behind there. Yeah. Yeah. Hidden, yeah. 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 So yeah. So I mean, I said, I mean, I can only imagine. You and the thing is, you've got to rely on four people. You've got to rely on people outside to keep you going. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think there was there There's was four of them. Four of them, wasn't there? Can you imagine that? You can't go out, but you've got to rely on these people to keep you going. Yeah. Mm. What I, happens if one of those people decide not to, or, or one of those people get caught, or mm. just, it's, it's putting that trust into people, which is again very difficult. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, and you know, you know, and it, fortunately they had very loyal people, but yeah. lots of well, people they they were didn't. all employees, weren't they, of the of the boss. Of the, I think of 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 Frank. Uh, sorry, Otto Otto Frank, the father. Yeah, yeah. Because it was his business initially. So they would bring in. So the people that he trusted, they bring in. They bring in food quite often for them, and even food news, and books and things. Yeah. yeah, and news of what was happening on the outside world as well. Yeah. Just get them in, informed if they couldn't obviously via via radio. So, but if you can imagine during the day between the hours of nine and five, you're not allowed to go to the loo. You're not allowed to talk. You're not allowed if, to. If they could use it, but they couldn't flush it. Yeah. Mm. That I think that's the key thing of it. But yes, it's the kind of you can't use it. You can't talk to anyone. You've got to keep stay quiet. Well, in terms I think of, we would find yeah. it difficult. And, I was going to say that I would have found it difficult. I mean, how can you keep yourself cooped up about? I mean, I, I wouldn't mm. be able to sit down for twenty, yeah. 20 minutes, let alone. And that's what makes the fact that they survive for so long. That's what makes it so extraordinary. Yeah, two years. I mean, I, you try and put yourself in months. isolation for two years. Twenty-five just, months, Phil. You wouldn't be able to do it. Wouldn't be able to do it. No. You really wouldn't. And but the, but, the, the, the but other... they had to. Yeah. They mm. had to. Yeah, no which choice. Which is just so ludicrous mm. that you got one group saying, "Oh, damn these people, go and sit hunting down." What, what? Why? There's, there's no need for it. Well, yeah. it was all it was all Hitler's perfect. Oh yeah, perfect Germany, which was just total and utter tripe. I use a different, better word, but I can't. Well, <laughs> it's, the fact is, Hitler is well, Hitler is someone who just just well, it, represents it, it the was, very worst traits of humanity. No, but it was jealousy, wasn't it? Because when he was growing up, he had no money, and all he saw were Jewish people with lots of money. Yeah. So he he tarred people with the same brush. Which, oddly enough, you can actually put. To our day and age, you know, mm. you, you, there's certain, there's, I'm not going to name things, but there's certain minorities, there's certain backgrounds, That's... there's certain f- people of certain faith which get all tarred with the wrong brush because of the media. Exactly. You know, and the fact is, as you know, as Hitler's influence grew during that time in Germany in the late 20s, well, early 30s, is, people the, believed it. The mm. German public voted <clears throat> for Hitler, mm. they voted for it. Mm. Yeah. Bit like, bit like the Americans voting him Donald Trump, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> but you know, I think, I think a lot of people once they saw what Hitler was going to do. Well, the thing is, they ended mm. up going to Czechoslovakia. Some went to France. Some went to Holland. Some, fortunately, went to Spain because they, they believed because of the First World War that they were say neutral. Yeah. So they went into hiding. They were well, not into hiding, but they went to live there because they thought they would get off. Get away. Okay. But, yeah. 
obviously. But obviously it's a moving war, unlike the First World War. Mm. Yeah, and it's so And many... immediately they got yeah, and there's so invaded many un- and occupied. Yeah. There's so many unknowns with it. You, you don't know what country's going to get involved and what one wasn't but at the time. The Franks moved from Frankfurt, so they could have moved anywhere. Hmm. They could have moved anywhere, but again, if they had moved somewhere else, we would never it would never have happened no, no. so let's let's name the, can we name all the people that were in there there was eight people there was obviously Anne and her sister Anne Margot Margot uh, you've Margot. got um, um, the, her father Otto Otto and her mother Edith Edith yeah um, she had the a the Van Pels as well yeah the Van Pels one of them was Peter didn't um, Augusta Augusta um, is that the that's the wife that's the wife yeah who was the one that she had a thing for and then quickly didn't that was Peter that was, that Peter. was Peter and and Anne and Peter had a thing for each other they, yeah. they liked each other um, and who was the gentleman that she shared a um, but, her bedroom with uh, that was the dentist and uh, uh, he came in later though didn't he he came, he in, came in a yeah. bit later but I will point out the whole obviously Anne and Peter liking each other we've obviously only got it from Anne's perspective yeah so yeah. I'm sure he, he probably did but. no but it's the thing of you're in, in you're in a 13 year old mind exactly so yeah. any, any any affection when you've got well you've got no choice no yeah. that's what I mean any affection where there is no choice that's yeah exactly Almost becomes a little bit silly. So, well, see, that or you end up just <laughs> <laughs> killing each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, eight people in a small. Did it? Do we actually know how big the actual place was in square foot or anything like that? No. It was just it's you, you, tiny. imagine like a, a, a an attic room that got got converted. Tiny, absolutely tiny. Like the bedroom that Anne was in is about the same size as my room. In mm. comparison, and you think of two people sharing it constantly because it was Anne and obviously, um, well, it was Mar- Margot first, and yeah, then it was, was, um, oh, what's his name, uh, Pfeffer, yeah, Fritz uh, Pfeffer. Apologize if that name is wrong, or um, Albert Dussel, yeah, yeah. which I think might be a um, <clears throat> do is the actual house because you've obviously been there so so tell us a little bit more about the actual house itself have you actually been to the house yeah so what what was it is it a factory and then like a combination factory above the factory down the bottom offices and then you've got it upstairs so it's like a three or four story it's, townhouse um, it's a stereotype it's a normal is um, it normal Dutch house where they're really Dutch, thin yeah it's yeah. three floors three floors and it's yeah Okay, and it's it's, it's like really an attic. really steep. Oh, here we stairwells. are. There's there's actually a picture of the uh, of the actual room there of the actual where they stayed. At least they had two windows. <laughs> tiny. Yeah. Absolutely tiny. What's interesting is the fact that it's Otto wanted because you said this to me, so I didn't you? Otto Frank wanted it to remain completely unrefurbished, so it was empty. Because yeah. otherwise, refurbishing it, it kind of. Because he said that Anne wasn't there. Yeah, mm. so it takes away that memory. Whereas if you leave it as it is, you sort of have it's that missing something. Yeah, yeah. So, which I think is quite an, in, a, in a way nice way of remembering. Yeah, it's, it's it's a way of closure more than anything else, which I think a lot of people need for that. Yeah, exactly. So, I just thought that was quite an interesting point that side because I didn't know brought up to me earlier when we were, when we were talking about it before before this episode. So it's just quite an interesting thing I never knew about. Yeah, exactly. So we've talked about Anne and obviously her her troubles. 
but the parents we haven't really spoke about her mum and dad what they must have gone through because in their minds they're it's that survival instinct, but the whole reason it? they went into hiding is because um Margot got a um letter saying, saying she yeah. had to go to work camp in Germany which she was away effectively a concentration camp work yeah. camp and that's what and that's what them sped to, it up yeah them to go into hiding in the first place but it's interesting looking at <clears throat> from Anne's perspective looking at different relationships she had with her family so she got on quite well with her father her and her mother didn't get on well as, as much which um, is quite typical for a 16 year old because her mum's always wanted them to do certain things and if she was more of a daddy's girl anyway yeah the dad's always going to be the one that she goes runs crying to yeah I mean at times uh, her father was sort of she mentioned her diary entries he was sort of said you know you can't be can't be can't keep being like this to, with, with her so it was a case of and during the publication the, the first um, publication in 1947 um, Otto omitted certain passages so for example about her mother because you know out of respect and also when Anne talks about sex as well because obviously during that time that wouldn't have been acceptable no it's so. version B which you get these days but yeah. the original was version A yeah because the original was released what in 19... 1947 1947 so in, in, um, in Holland yeah in so in certain, in certain respects 1952 you, in America yeah. so in certain world. respects you, you wouldn't talk about that to be fair you just it wouldn't be something you spoke about no at that, in that, it's not something you free to talk yeah. about. Version B's got thirty percent more than version A. Yeah, which is what? What is you get generally? Yeah. People are asking. This is the actual diary entries, which we've actually of. got copies of. Yeah. So, at this very moment, but you re read it. But the interesting thing is, is, you read it all from her perspective, but it then leads you to then also draw on your own what's the word your, your own experiences and your own empathies and your own situations yeah, and you've gone through to then piece in what the other person might be thinking so she might say oh I don't like him he's a horrible man because of blah 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 whereas he might be thinking well she's a bit of a spoiled brat and I think this is where what you're saying now just now feel about that it's why Anne's diary has continued to endure partly because A we can all relate to her in some way and B yeah. she was for, for a, a person of her age she was well ahead of her time in terms of her writing in terms of her ideas I mean um, I was looking through it earlier and there was a, there was a passage that I, I won't obviously read it out but there was a passage one of her later entries where she was talking about sort of the differences like, between men and women and she talks about this idea oh I believe that in the course of the next century the notion that it's a women's duty to have children will change and make way for the respect and admiration of all women well, there you go <laughs> I mean even during that time she mentions it started to happen obviously you know because obviously all the men went off to war and women had to do a lot of the men's jobs because there was mm. no one to do them at that time so it was just amazing the fact that she was just thought so ahead of her time and again I think that's another factor why her diary continues to and so what, she what continues do you think, to be what do you think would have happened to her just hypothetically let's say for example she had survived and her diary wasn't as popular she would have been in Fate. lived in obscurity um, unfortunately yeah. one of many just kind of well you lived great yeah she would have been sort of someone who yeah. really I mean, wouldn't she have would have been about. mildly famous yeah exactly but it's that's a screwed up scenario we're in that she's famous for because not because she didn't survive but it's, then in, fa in fairness yeah. look, if you I look agree, at, you know. yeah I mean and obviously I mean, this is actually something you said but if you look at the Titanic that was only famous because it sunk 
if, well, you, if you if you look at certain wars, it was only famous because of someone. Well, yeah, it, it comes Harbour. to that old. It, it comes you know, to that that saying of no one's truly famous until after they've died. Died, yeah, you know, or something um, horrifics happened. It's it's something exactly because other, other than that, I mean, a man walked down the street had a banana. Who cares if that man was someone famous? Everyone cares. Yeah, if you know what I mean. It's yeah. just, just yeah, I a mean, way of looking at it. it's perception. It's news that isn't boring. Exactly, and you know, if Anne had actually lived to today, she would have been eighty-seven this year. Mm. And it's actually quite interesting because the moment we're actually recording this is actually a few days sort of near to her birthday yeah so by the time this episode airs out it's only going to be what four days four days until her birthday so it's I mean because it's 8th this is coming out yeah and it's the 12th I think we said yeah so yeah 12th of June 1929 when she was born so it'll be be the Sunday this, this episode comes out be her birthday. I'm yeah. not surprised we, you guys are actually getting ahead of the hang of this now. Yeah, we actually are getting unmixed. You're proud of that. Because yeah. normally we get mixed up. It's with, just yeah. a coincidence that we just happen to fall on this month, this sort of time. We didn't plan it. Really, yeah. It's, so it's um and so who, who so how did they get found then? We let's talk there about there was a how, phone call to the Gasafa saying there's a group group of Jews, Jews. in two six three Prescott. But do, yeah. do you, I mean, let's, we don't know who. Let's fearsize about it then. So I mean, what ha, has there been any there were suspects. ideas? There were suspects. suspects. What, what, what's what's because um, this is the only thing I didn't look into. So. One of uh, I'll go into. I can't remember exactly who, but one of the one of the ideas was, and I'm I'm not saying there's any truth to this. So the, just but, so the people know, this is almost like saying who was Jack the Ripper. But um, yeah, it's, I think it was th- there was this theory that it was someone connected to someone Otto Frank knew. Um, well, like a business rival or someone. Yeah, because I always so, imagine like, there might have been an argument yeah, or um, something, or something was accidentally said. I mean, I saw then, it in an article. I didn't really read it, so I couldn't honestly say how much proof. How something much, I, I've printed much, off, but I haven't oh, okay. got. So just it's, it's, it's um I can't I don't know how much stock you can put in that. But there were several suspects. So some did bring up this this thing earlier, saying apparently the voice at the end who gave it to you, apparently it was a female voice. Oh, Although man. the main suspect is male, well, yeah. suspects so are male. Wh- wh- why is he the, the 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 main suspect then, Simon? Is it just someone? The main suspect is why well, I believe it is is Tony a- Adler's. And I. Adler's. 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 A Tony. So T O double N Y, and then surname A H L E R S. Because if you get a chance, look up who betrayed Anne Frank. It's a documentary. One of the other ones that I watched, but that, didn't yeah, I was record. Just gonna, I was going to say, is that one of the ones you watched? And that's the one they were saying, and it just added up. It made sense to me. That's the one I would say. Yeah. So I'm just having to look at what Simon's brought Adler's up. Adler's blackmails Otto for money. That might all have been that the... sort of thing. He yeah. knew about it, and then once once Otto got back, he was going to try and see this guy. Did he, did he did he ever in the end or don't believe so ah. it just made sense to me there yes there are a few I, I think, suppose I that think... does make sense if he was blackmailing him for two years Otto's money might have run out I mean I, I, because I, the thing is he knew that he was um in hiding. he was Jew and he was yeah. Jew, Jewish particularly if he knew where he was hiding then mm. yeah. and like you say like I just he said was, if he was in hiding um, for two years and his money ran out then well, I think actually the person we're talking about, I think that might be the person I'm actually referring to, just from memory. Right, okay. Because it was, I think... And most... And the Dutch were bad... were the worst collaborators. 
they were the ones that sold the sold themselves out because they got like I can't remember which it is. It seems either a month or a week's wages for every um, every every inform every so time they did for, it. Yeah, but you could also you you need to you, yeah, but you need to know the background. We don't know how desperate Tony was. He he might have had his family call. His family might have needed feeding. You just you don't know no, these but things, it's do the you? The fact that you kind of if you're trying to surely if the worst it gets you. You, you don't sell someone else out to do it. Yeah. yeah. But if you're a collaborator, yeah, yeah, you do. But because mm. so there, it, there is others. There's um. You don't even uh, Lena. Lena Hartog Har- van Blad Bladeren. Hartog van Bladeren. There's another. There's no way you can say it's this person again. No, it's, that's what I mean. It's, there's no way. But I think Tony Adler's is the mm. main suspect. suspect for me. But Again, I can't prove it. Even they can't prove it. See, we know we know that obviously she she lived in the house for X amount of years. She and then she got caught by by the Gestapo and by the Nazis. As I said, it's it's one of those mysteries that will just never be solved. Like Jack the Ripper, more likely it's one of those suspects, but we'll never know for sure. No, just like, no. Just like with this, and it's not like there's going to be more evidence come to light. For example, no. And and sister also wrote a diary, didn't she? Yeah. Which but which was lost. Yeah, it, and mentions it in one of her diary entries that Margaret had a diary, but whether Margaret ever wrote in it, who knows? It was never found, and, and the, the thing about it is, is you feel as though you, it's, you, if it's true that Margaret did write in the diary, you there feel might as be like certain you, things or a completely well, different perspective. Exactly, you feel as though you're missing a piece of well, history. Well, I don't think they would have the same events. Yeah, there's not really much. Yeah, you would have the kind of oh, Anne's being a pain, but. Yeah. Yeah, you'd just have. It would, it, it would have been it, similar, but it would have been for a different perspective. The thing is, it, it would have collaborated what and the, was... the Anne's diary because there was an issue. As Jamie mentioned earlier that there was a problem over prov- providence, pro- hmm. prov- pro- providence about it, whether it was true or whether it was. Yeah, a there fake. was. There was. It's like it's like this whole moon landing. Was it true whether or was it, was it not hoax. true? And they thought they thought the whole diary might have been a hoax. Yeah, um, well, they um, which is they ludicrous, it but in the nineties, uh, it was. Um, I can't remember if I heard about in, it. But. In more recent news, this this is what I've got. Uh, the Anne Frank House lost a lawsuit to the Anne Frank Fords in June two thousand thirteen after the Fonz sued the house. For, oh no, sorry, sorry, that sounds completely different. Beg your pardon, that sounds completely different. I thought that was. But it got was. tested. Yeah, but it got tested, and it, and was, it was. It was found it out right for the time that it was written. Because the in, the interesting thing about the diary is that we wouldn't have known about this if she hadn't have left it in her dressing uh, dressing table. Well, was it the dressing table I, or the cabinet? I, I didn't or? think it. it no, that's it where it ended up. It's where it ended up, but I don't think it was ever specified where Anne left it. It was probably it would fear, the most logical sort of conclusion. It was on the floor. Yeah. It was in Otto's briefcase because he gave it to her, and. The um, Gasapo took it out to take their valuables. Yeah, it ended up on the floor of her bedroom, and me picked it up. And the interesting the... thing about it is that if the Germans had, I mean, this is the whole thing; they're only interested in greed and power. But if they had had read through that diary, it would have given the names of all the collaborators, all the workers, all the people. Well, that they would. Not, them. They already knew that. They already knew that, Phil. Anyway, so they it made a difference. they arrested two of them. 
Mm. Two out of the four of them. And what happened to them? Did they, they also? They got arrested. They, yeah. I think they ended up in prison briefly, and that's then, about it. Yeah, then they they did survive. Yeah. Both of them did survive. So, um, but just want to say the actual um, names of the actual people helping them. Um, uh, I'll have a look. Look from my notes. Uh, I think Mirp was obviously one of them, and there was. I'm having loads of notes yeah. <laughs> trying to sort through what's what um, oh. while Jamie's looking that up interesting fact is that the, the actual diary uh, was excuse me was an old autograph book as well which yeah, that, confused that, me a little bit because was, back then I didn't think it was Jamie. famous people you wanted their autograph but I'm completely yeah. wrong so it was um, Mip Gies Bep Fusjul uh, I'm sorry, I'm really And once again, against. sorry for the pronunciations. Yeah. Uh, Johannes Gleeman and Victor Krugler. Krugler. That's one yeah. I do actually know. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, and um, just what you're saying, Phil, sorry, you're going back to what you were saying about the fact it's an autograph book. Mm. I didn't actually know until Simon told me earlier. I had no idea. I thought it was an actual diary, just an actual proper diary. But the fact is, an autograph book, and to use it for that, why not? <laughs> well, it was a plain bit of paper that you could write into, which exactly. makes a hell of a lot more sense. Um, but you know, yeah, the the actual helpers. I mean, just they were incredible. Yeah, the fact that they they I said they risked their very lives for them, and I think that's that's the, it shows that's so, a lot. It shows a lot of respect and it, well, it shows and, and the, friendship, doesn't it? It shows yeah, it shows the very best traits of humanity. Completely the opposite of Hitler. <laughs> well, the, so, bit, the bit, I mean, it's that whole. The best, the best part of our hu- humanity comes out of the worst moments, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. So. It'd be interesting what we'll bring from this episode into the next one. I think we said this earlier, but I think it'd be interesting. Yeah, what, what it means to be human, because I think it does. That's why I ordered it this way because yeah, I think it links in very, very nicely. I mean, I won't go into too much detail now, but one, my general interest next year will be Audrey Hepburn. And I've specifically chosen that first because it, I'm not going to say now why now, but it does link very nicely to Simon's. To I don't one. even know. You so, won't even tell me. Even though he's known for like last two odd years. Ain't crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, something crazy. You like won't that. even tell me. It's like no, wait, so yeah, all right then. <laughs> so, but, but she and actually wrote most of her. Am I right in saying she actually wrote most of most of the diaries in the form of a letter? Um, and she used to name it to the person called Kitty. Yeah, it was. See, a, he was her favourite. Book, Char- book character, character. Yeah. do you um, know what, what what book character from not off the top of my head uh, it might be somewhere possibly I don't think she ever mentions it in the diary uh, so look. oh I've got it here and borrowed oh, and borrowed the name from her favourite book series oh uh, Kitty no this bit oh favourite uh, book series uh, Duke to Hure. in which the title character's best Patrick, friend I don't think oh thank you yeah Duke to Hule um, in which the title character's best friend was named Kitty. Yeah. Um, who survived. Do you really want me to say it? No, don't worry. <laughs> I can't even pronounce that. Um, True this. That... Oh, no, you're not looking there. No, it's that one there. The one beginning with T. D. Forest and. Yeah, true tr- this. That... Concentration camp. I think. I think that's. But no, that what they go on to say is that this this uh, uh, there was someone else that who she was writing to, and the, yeah, the whole idea was that about Jamie. yeah, yeah the whole idea. One was of her, it, yeah, she had a nightmare that her friend was going to end up in concentration camp. This is when if one of the first things she went in. Yeah, she had a nightmare that she met her. She saw her friend in a concentration camp, 
and felt bad for her because she had everything and wanted to give something to her. But she felt bad about that. Moved forward a few years and the situation's the other way around because that friend because they ended up in the same concentration camp but in different camps so divided by a barbed wire and they couldn't see each other and it turns out that that friend I can't remember her name um, because at this point Margot and Anne and Augusta were really suffering they were in I think by this point Bergen-Belsen yeah and if you don't know that that was plagued with diseases it was freezing cold they were in tents mm. tents and then slowly got into a wooden um, shelter but she um, threw over a, um, a parcel? first aid um, a, yeah parcel of food and things mm. from I think it was the Dutch Red Cross I think Red That's Cross right, parcel yeah, I remember you saying yeah yeah Completely opposite to, to the dream Anne's that Anne had, yeah. Nightmare yeah. she had, yeah, a few years earlier. So it's, it's just, just, I don't know, it's just putting children in that situation and things. It's, it's just too horrifying to not, yeah, it's imagine. Not, it's not right or fair, is it? It's not somewhere you where know, just, a child should be. I mean, I, I watched, I won't go too much into it, but I, I watched quite a few years ago, and it's not a film I'd ever watch again. But I watched Shouldn't's List. Oh, um, yeah. And I've either of you have ever seen that film. Yeah. But just seeing the horror, just the horrifying conditions, I it was meant to, but I felt physically sick watching it because it was just so horrific and just so, yeah. yeah. And you just, you you think to what they, everyone went for, including Anne and Mar- it's Margot. It's the potential of the whole generation gone. Yeah. It just, you kind of wonder what we missed out on. Yeah, if what, the what second war hadn't happened yeah although again it's you always get into a situation where war is a fantastic thing for um, invention well I was going to say yeah oddly war, war, the, the, like I've just said to you the, the best things about war is also the worst things about war yeah so it's one thing you get creativeness gone but you also get inventiveness so you get technology we didn't have before say like um jet engines hey hell we've got the space race from it we've got the moon landings from it exactly so you know it's just but but you've got to wonder at what cost yeah and I think really probably at a cost I think it was probably too high too high so and it's I would again it's a enigma that I'd love to have known what she could actually write yeah because say the thing is even during hiding she was she began to edit a diary. Yeah, she she would omit certain passages she didn't think was interesting, or she would re, she would write um she would write. She went back and rewrote old yeah old um, things that she can remember from memory. Well, she rewrote other. Well, she's yeah. got the, the, uh, the other old things she wrote, yeah. so she could just update it and say this is what yeah. I wanted to say instead. Yeah. But as the book goes through, you just see this evolution from this little girl to this um just this young woman yeah you know learning ways about them, becoming more wiser to the ways of the world if you well, have yeah, just read the diary it's you really get an insight that 
Well, to give you give you a little bit of passage, this is a more controversial part where she actually talks about. It's quite humorous, but it's, it's almost pornographic. And I'll, I'll quote: um, "This is when she starts talking about." Um, yeah, th- th- there's a. Pa- I'll just read it. There's a passage in the diary <laughs> which Anne expresses curiosity about um, ha- her anatomy, mm. a total normal, normal thing for a girl in the teens to do. In fact, the passage is more humorous than pornographic. In some prospects, um, they have called it. And this is what I quote: uh, "There are little folds under the skin, all over the place, and you can hardly find it." The little hole, the little hole underneath, is so terrifying, terribly small that I can simply, I can't simply imagine how a man can get in or out, let alone a whole baby getting out. Yeah, so, which is no, that goes on for a bit longer. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. Well, there's a bit more to it, but we won't go through that. Well, there's there's also enough passage where she talks about uh, kissing her friend, like a female friend, and how, what that was like, and that sort of thing. And it's just, yeah, she it's was that whole thirteen-year-old going through the emotions. Exactly, going through, going through puberty. Yeah, exactly. And it's just the fact that she was just so open about it. You know, mm. just as you say. But that's the that's the point of a diary. A diary is somewhere where you can write all your thoughts, even in a time or, as restricted as hers, and just be completely yeah. honest with yourself. I mean, maybe that's how she dealt with a lot of it things. Was. Maybe it was that's how, how she, she dealt with snow. Because how else can you escape from it? Writing it down, she can then forget about it and move on. Hmm. So it was her, her way of it was her way of dealing with that time, essentially, in a way. So it's the just thing is, what else have you got? Yeah. What else can you do? You've got <laughs> no technology at all. No. These days, you could phones and things, although it give you away. It's like those kind of considerations weren't there. Exactly. No, exactly. All you had were crosswords books and, you know, we, we would struggle to go probably for a, a couple of days without our technology our phones say, or our computers we were killing each other after two two days in the same <laughs> hotel room and that's yeah but then if you also think and about actually it, two years no, with eight people if, no but, technology but if you think if we put ourselves in the shoes where we would need to do it to survive I think it would be a bit different the fact that you can just leave whenever you want the fact that you can do what you want to do hmm. when you want to do it is, is a different mindset Completely different mindset. Well, I mean, I think I think one of the things we've never had to have that worry. No, no. Well, it's just it's just the fact that written through a diary, and when you get to obviously when her and family were taken to the concentration mm. camps, it's quite sad because I remember um, reading something. Um, it was a documentary, and she was she was in the camp at the time, and with one of her, fr- her friends across. It might have been the one you were talking about <laughs> earlier, so possibly, um, but they. They said, "Oh yeah, I, I spoke to her in a few days before the focus. I think it was like a month or same thing. I think we've talked about the same thing. Yeah. Again. yeah. Um, but she Anne said, "Oh, you know, I don't think any of my family are alive. I don't want to go living any longer." And yeah, just, which is just... if she believed the father had lived, yeah, she would have been around as well. She, yeah, she would have been. She might have lived on. She would have lived on. Maybe the have, have that strength, that human that, spirit yeah, to survive. That might have, yeah. But if the mind doesn't want to live, the body doesn't want to live." Yeah, exactly. So it's just, just well, that's what happened to Augusta's husband. He died very quickly because he gave up mm. after getting to Auschwitz. Yeah, it's um, the thing. It's more. It's more about mental health in, in it, when you're in a situation like it's that. Your, it's your mental state and, and being able to remind yourself that there is other things that can go on. There is other life, and 
you can you can take it to the next level. You know, I don't know. There I is other things to go on. Yeah, but we need to go. Yeah, yeah. I think this whole point is, is it shouldn't ever happen again. That's what I think we're trying to say. No, when I, it's I, to I, say it's not an easy topic, but I something I feel so passionate about. It, it is an interesting topic, and this is when I re, I mean I read this and I wrote it or I typed it down because I was infuriated because the, there was a, there was a school within Alabama that even banned the book from schools and I quote in 1983 a school in Alabama tried to block Anne's diary from the school simply because it was and in their quotes a real downer oh that's why it didn't get published in um, until 1952 in America because they thought it was too depressing which <laughs> that's just it's a it's a it's a part of history it's it's you see a glimpse into a time of the life of a of a, of a, of a young a young teenager yeah. who who was around. Was, was King Henry killing all the the Catholics and then changing his mind? Boring, a downer. You and know? Just, back yeah. in Tokyo, yeah. uh, back in twenty fourteen, um, and Frank books were damaged. Copies of Anne Frank Diary of a Young Girl and Sashi's books found the pages torn out and what appears to be a concerted campaign so you take out the bits that they don't want the rest of the world to, the rest of their, their country to read you mean uh, 10 20 pages were torn from the diary of the young girl biographies of Frank and books about Nazi prosecution of Jews leaving 39 books unusable But the, the incredible thing actually about the book was that it sold over 30 million copies. 30 60, million uh, in and, 67 and in languages. 67 languages, which is phenomenal. I mean, there's not many authors now that can write a book and have it sold by 30 million copies. No, I don't think even the 30 best. 30 million. I think even the best authors have probably got that many that far. Has Game of Thrones got that many books? What do you mean, it's sold as many? Yeah. In that many I languages? To, I don't think so. I've been checked, but I doubt it. <laughs> That's the scale we're talking about here. Mm. But again, it's that whole fight for survival and and move on. I mean, I, I can remember watching documentaries about the the concentration camps, and I can one of the vivid, vivid memories I have because it was something that stood out was that when a lot of the women or the men were in the trains en route to the camps before they before they think they were used to prick themselves with a needle so they would bleed and then rub that blood all over their their face to make their cheeks look more rosier so they look more healthier yeah so that they didn't <laughs> so it's just it, to go little things to survive it's just ridiculous well it, that was the extremes i had to go to yeah so as you say i mean I mean, you know what size saying if it only if Anne and only iron mark had been able to hold on for a few more weeks they would have survived well that that was the tragic thing about it what was it was it literally a couple of a weeks month. Month it was a later. month in between what then when when the, the camp they was could have liberated. Been liberated a month yeah literally a month after the death do we know how accurate her death was then what do you mean was it was it recorded within the concentration camp or what of, um, of how and when she died yeah how long how long was she in the camp for um <laughs> i do actually have some dates here one sec <laughs> oh one it right or rustling for uh, Let's have a look. Look, 1940, Jamie and Virgin Netherlands. 1944, they're going to hiding. 
Right, nine, uh, September 3rd, 1944, the family was trans transported Margot to the and, death camp. Margot and Anne Frank were transported from Auschwitz at the end of October and taken yep. to Bergen-Belsen. Um, so, oh, in March 2000. So that would probably would have been late 1944. So October yeah. well, 1944. No, it actually says March 1945. March 1945. Yeah. Um, That's when Margot fell from her bunk. No, her weakened state. Typhus. Killed by a shock. Um, I think Anne died. Diane died after that. From Typhus. Dale, and it was liberated later. by British troops on 15th of April. March, April, yeah. Although which... exact dates were not recorded because... Yeah, I was going to say because, it, because the camp was abandoned. Yeah, I was just going to say because you got a, this says in the, this says here the twelfth of April. So that's, because well, that was the horrible thing about a lot of the camps. They were abandoned, but the people, the, the guards abandoned, but people couldn't get out. Yeah, they locked the door and left, which was just horrific. Well, the worst bit of it all was the death marches, which, which yeah. is even worse than that. Which, oh. yeah. Again, you, you dig a bit, and then it gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah, and yeah. But it's fortunately, her father survived and was able to get her diary back from yeah. me. Yeah. And she was able, and they got published, as we've said, and she became, she got a legacy of fighting against prejudice, discrimination of people of and different religion and yeah. race. And this idea of equality as well, you know, whether it said religion was, or to keep say <laughs> men and women as well. Yeah, so exactly. it's that's what really brings it back to Star Trek: the fact that yeah, those are things that start the Star Trek. It's the heart of Star Trek mythology. Yeah, and I think Gail also speaks to me thoroughly and say it's and Frank trusts and things out there that are busy teaching people all those important um, enlightening t topics I don't know yeah. but, to ta but to bring it back to a different level and, and come away from it it's a story that we've all learnt from it's a story that shows courage it's a story that shows being able to live together it's a story that we can all learn from and make us all be more thankful and more happy for what we have yeah which, in a way, is a bit of an inspiration. It is exactly. So uh, that's that's what makes it so astonishing. At, what, at every level you can think of, you can relate to Anne and what she wrote in some way, and mm. you can draw. As you said you can draw. And all, and all that from it or inspiration yeah. from it. And although it was an unfortunate story and an unfortunate thing that happened, that human spirit always always lives on. And yeah. in what Simon said earlier, it's, it's unfortunate what happened, but we're we're talking about it now. And yeah. People will talk about it from time to come on, and every I mean every school in England, every class in England learns about Anne Frank. Yeah, and the fact that we're doing I said an episode on it is a testament to that legacy. Yeah, in the fact that we are talking about it over seventy years from now, Anne Frank will be probably will still be remembered probably one after week on probably over a hundred years from now. Exactly, and if she had fought when she was thirteen writing those books, that people will be talking about her for the next eighty years. She wanted to be an author. Next fifty years. She wanted Sorry. to be an author, and um, Otto wanted her to get there. She wanted yeah. to become immortal, and she has, although not quite the way she imagined, because she wanted to go on and create books that she would be immortalised for. Yeah. Mm. But it was for the thing that... Well, it's a thing she wanted to get published. Yeah. So Otto fulfilled her fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, was a lovely way of him reminding his legacy. 
So, so after the concentration camps, Otto was Otto the Otto father. Took six months to get back to Amsterdam. How did he get back? Was it was he actually big beer still and borrow for for lifts? No, or? they they, they took obviously him back. They the, took him back. The oh, who was, was it? it the British was it the British forces? Um, was it the American? I think it was the British forces, wasn't it? I believe so, but I just want to check. Because uh, I know the Americans had a failed attempt to try and take back um, Holland. I think it's the British. I think you're right, Phil. Which didn't and work. They. He had to go a very long way. He had to go all the way down to Ukraine, up, up through France, on a boat, all the way back to Amsterdam. It took him six months. Hmm. And then by the time he got back, he had nothing, so he ended up staying with Meep and her husband. What happened to the factory in the house? Was it derelict? Was it? Was the business still there? It was still, still going because they were still there. It was still but going. He, yeah. But the flat they they lived in was rented out, so he had to stay with Meep and her husband. Yeah. But obviously, he learned about and he learned about his mum. He, his, he his, learned his about wife. his wife on the way back, but. He didn't learn about his, his daughters for a few months, a few weeks, yeah. something like that. And then he finally found someone that was with them. Again, and they had to tell him, him what had happened. Terrible news. Mm. Can you imagine that? I mean, not know, not knowing, not knowing at all. Well, he believed that they were still alive, and it's just like which is probably what kept him alive. You know, he believed that they were. Again, yeah. it's that it's that want to survive. It's that want to, and to be able to survive something like that, and then to go on, is just truly remarkable. Mm. Really is. Shows a lot of respect to the man. But he was a businessman. He he, he knew he he knew what he had to do to survive. He well, knew yeah, he, he had to get through things. And he he shared his the 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 message of his daughter's die all over the world. You know, um, with many many people. Mm. Um, and he said he he. he he lived, and I think he. He, I don't think he, he died in 1980. Yeah, which is you know. He, he yeah, so he still had a long, life. fruitful life. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah, it's just. Let's say if you haven't read it, definitely. Must. Yeah, that, that's what I think. Watch I think this is what this is all about. Wait, what what's the the mini series? Was that BBC? BBC, yeah. There's a BBC. There's an American version, but there's a British version, which is thirty minute episodes. But so if you if you look up the the, the series with these certain actor, what's the ladies? Uh, Ella Kendrick. Kendrick. El, it's Ella very Kendrick. easy. It's like the one that will come up. It's the main away. one. Yeah, so and it was, and if it helps, it was um, it was made in uh, it was said in two thousand nine, I believe. Yes, two thousand nine. That's any help. So. What did you? What was the fact you had about two thousand nine? You said about a court case. or said about oh um. Oh, something that happened only a few years ago. Well, 2009, yeah. Seven. That's the one, thanks. Yeah, that's it. Um, the Anne Frank has lost a lawsuit to the Anne Frank Fonds in June 2013 after the Fonds sued the house for the return of documents linked to Anne and Otto Frank. Oh. So, that's all. I mean, I, I, I don't know. There's, obviously, there's probably a lot more Leaked on it. documents. But, yeah, so a similar sort of thing with the was the diary authentic. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it went hence why I got mixed up a bit earlier because I thought that was what I was reading, but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But um, but no, it's. Uh, I think what we're trying to say is go and go and see it. Go and have a look at the research and 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 
learn just about the story. Remember them. You know, remember, yeah. remember them. That's Not the important thing. Them, Not just them, but learn about. That was yeah, everyone who went through the Holocaust. Mm. Not hol- um, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. You, you have looked at me as if like, I'd said something wrong no, then. I was like, no, uh. I think it's just, <laughs> it's like, so you start thinking about it and you just kind of go, that's a history of, mm. that sh- a, a period of history that shouldn't ever be repeated. No. Should never be. And we we should learn from it. Yeah. And like but, I say, yeah, boom. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it's just, and the fact is, I think there's something you say inside. One thing that sort of struck, particularly down about you as well, Phil, but me and Sai was the last diary the, the, sorry the last entry of Anne's diary um, are you trying to segue into reading this extract of yeah. it yeah go on and and si, it? should we let Sai read the last extract of the diary it's it's a long one so I'm just going to read like last paragraph yeah, it's the way it, because I want you to read the whole whole yeah, of what it what we're trying to say is read the book watch the series if you don't know anything about it it's well worth it's just the way it's and, the and, way and, and it's a part of history that you should know Tuesday, first of August, nineteen forty-four. So, well, that's how many days before they were? Uh, oh, uh, I can tell you, they got caught in the fourth. Three August. days. Three so days. Three days. So the first of home. August. So four, four, four days before they got caught. Uh, I haven't sorted it. I can't read from here. A voice within me is sobbing. You see, that's what become of you. You're surrounded by negative opinions, dismayed looks, dismayed looks, and mocking faces. People who dislike you, and all because you don't listen to the voice of your own better half believe me I'd, I'd like to listen but it doesn't work because if I'm quiet I'm serious everyone thinks I'm putting putting on an act and I have to save myself with a joke and now I'm not even talking about my own family who I assume must must be ill stuff stuff me with aspirins and sedatives fill my neck and forehead to see if I have a temperature ask about my bowel movements and berate me for being in a bad mood and so I just can't keep it up anymore. Because when everyone starts hovering over me, I get cross, then sad, and finally end up taking my heart inside out. The bad part of the outside, the outside, and the good part on the inside, and keep trying to find a way to become what I, what I'd like to be, and what I could be, if, if only there were no other people in the world. Yours and M, Frank, Anne's diary ends here. Yeah. And that's the part that really is sad. It's just so ominous. Anne's diary you can ends just here. Imagine, yeah, Gestapo just coming through that door. Because yeah, oh, straight was, away. Because she's just talking about something random that was in her head. She'd obviously had an argument. She was obviously frustrated about it. She wrote down about it. The next morning, three days later, or the next morning. Yeah, that's it. And and I was I was reading it, so I'm instructed. It said to me that will really. Just echo with you, you. yeah. You as you read it, and it just did. It's it's almost chilling in that sense. Yeah. And diary ends. Yeah, yeah. So if it's it doesn't like get ending, say, it's almost like yeah. Even now, I'm feeling that yeah. that goosebump up up my back, yeah. up my it spine. Ju- it's, I suppose it's because it ends the story. It's almost yeah, it's, like it's, watching it, a death. It, it, it sounds it. it sounds so final. Yeah, it is final. Really. Yeah. Um, End of the line. Mm. So, but I think as long as we remember. Well, that, that, that's, that's what this 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 was not about looking at the negatives. This was about looking at the positives. The whole reason we did we wanted to do this, and science it was science general interest, wasn't it? Because mm. it's something that's always been quite close to your heart. And it, but it's an important thing. So that's what we're saying. Go and have a look at it. Go and do your research. And even even if you do it and then move on, you know you don't. It's just it's I a point of history you need to learn. Normal 
cheerful episode, but it's got an important story to it. It's so important that uh, yeah, and the fact we couldn't overlook it. Well, and the fact is, it's like yes, we 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 do love Star Trek as much as we love it. You know, we you know it's showing we have other interests as well. Yeah, even though you might hear about it, it's something that just makes us just have that little bit more depth. And yeah. as you say, it's telling, it's remembering, it's remembering important parts of history and how it relate and how we, you know, how we you relate can't to it. Let this happen ever again. Yeah. No. I really can't. No. Because, like Phil said, it's unfortunately issues brought up in it are still happening today. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. People are still you tired with thought, the same brush. That people still hate you certain things. by now to try and just try and get on. Which is what again why Star Trek is such a a thing that everyone that can 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 relate to because it is that whole we, yeah. all, we all get on and and we now let's let's solve the problem and that's what and that's a lot, what a lot of what Anne embodied herself the, the yeah. this this vision of the future that things would be better it doesn't matter if you're black white thin small yeah and things have got better but mm. this Salman says these problems still do exist mm. it still does exist seventy years on yeah. Which is a bit sad, really, because if you think the map, the advance that we've had in technology, even in the last fifty years, the fact that we can't get out of our primitive "I don't like you because my mum and dad told me I don't like you," yeah, or "I don't like you because I've heard something techno- similar to you," technology said might have advanced stereotypes, mm. but in some one way, thing we've got to try and get over stereotypes. Which should, people, I think it's that age-old thing: times change, but people don't. Yeah, yeah, don't feel yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a good way of summing it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we just sort of want to. This is an idea you come up I with. I think what well, I think we'll end it with. I'm not sure if I say anything after it, but I think what I think we all said was we quite like to have a minute silence. Just yeah, for just to remember that, that everybody from the Holocaust remember not just Anne, but everybody that mm. went through what, what she went through. Yeah, and just reflect. Um, so we'll start that now. sign off there I think as always I've been Phil I've been Jamie I've been Simon see you again soon guys see you later